The Mandalorian has wrapped its second season. Today, I'm going to be ranking all 16 episodes of The Mandalorian currently released across both seasons. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning where we discuss all things movies, reviews, rankings, all of that good stuff. You guys know exactly why you're here. Today we're going to be making another Mandalorian uh, episode. Today we're going to be discussing all 16 chapters of The Mandalorian. Chapter 1 to Chapter 16, Season 1, Episode 1 to Season 2, Episode 8. Across, of course, again, both seasons. Obviously, over here in Movie Morning, we have, we've heavily covered The Mandalorian. I've covered both seasons completely, all episodes. I ranked the first eight episodes last year. And uh, we've been going for a year and a half now. That's crazy to me. But last year, I ranked all the episodes right after it aired. My opinions have changed a lot on some of the episodes. Well, not like drastically, as in I hated some, loved some, loved some, hated them now. Not like that, but they... The ranking has switched up quite a bit, and that's why here. But today, I'm going to be ranking the season one episodes with the season two episodes. I wish I could rank the seasons, but we only have two seasons, so there's no point. But I think from this ranking, you'll have a bit of a better idea about which season I prefer. But it still might be a little unclear. Who knows? Anyways, let's kick off the list. Coming in at my number 16 is Chapter 5, The Gunslinger. You all know this one was coming up in last place. I absolutely hate this episode. This is the only episode that I flat out really, really dislike because this episode to me is exactly, you know, what I don't want from this show, and that is keep going back to the same places, e.g. Tatooine, meeting these characters which just don't fit the world at all, like the character we meet, you know, at the Starport, and then a bunch of nonsense fan service that isn't quite earned yet, which is, you know, the Starport, the cantinas, all of that stuff, and the, even the gunslinger character I really, really don't like. I like that this episode sets up some stuff with Fennec and all that, and I think it almost made me consider like not putting in last place, but because of how like boring I find the episode as a whole, and just how, you know, it's just nothing happens that interests me at all, and it's just everything wrong with everything that people say when they say, I don't like The Mandalorian. I would be like, oh yeah, chapter five is why. I understand maybe why you wouldn't, but it's really only one episode here that I really, really, really dislike. Number 15 for me is Chapter 10, The Passenger. Now, overall, I would say I might enjoy this episode a little more than my number 14, but because of what happens in Chapter 15, I felt the episode, uh, the episode, my number 14 kind of was validated a little more. While this episode is just complete filler, and there's no question about it, they set up a little bit with these X-Wing pilots, but... It's really nothing, but I think one thing I'll say is I really like how Peyton Reed directs action in both of his episodes. We'll get to the rescue a lot later on the list, but with this episode, the opening action sequence, I love. There's some comedy played into it, and I really, really liked that. And then with, I guess, the chase, that's by far my favorite spaceship chase up to that point. My favorite dogfight by far, like, you know, up to that point. Maybe some of the later episodes kind of top that. I don't know. I haven't managed to rewatch all the episodes unfortunately i got as much as i could all the ones that i couldn't you know remember as well but this episode i did get to rewatch, and i think that kind of stuck out to me that is the action scenes even like the horror elements put in i really appreciated that but with that said this movie's filler i mean not this movie this episode is complete filler and this episode is removed from the season it would have been tighter and they could have included another story heavy episode which could develop a particular character a little bit better which i'll talk about a bit later but this episode was just filler, but I still sort of semi-enjoyed it. It just, it was just unnecessary. 
Number 14, chapter six, The Prisoner. This episode is one that I think started off really quick and then ended off like took forever. So the pacing was very off in this episode. This is an episode directed by Rick Fonley. You were the, the reason this actually didn't come in last place because, because I felt the return of Mayfeld makes this episode a little more important to the rest of the show. I like that we get a little bit of a group dynamic, but I just didn't quite connect to this episode. That's really why it comes in this low. 13, chapter 2, The Child. This is one that I think fell off quite a bit because I believe this was above two more episodes from season one prior to my recent rewatch. But because of the recent rewatch, I felt that I've kind of been a lot more frustrated with the episodic episodes as the show has gone on. But with the show starting off, I understand why it's episodic. But that does make it, with a lot, a lot more other shows, more rewatchable with this show because of how much I love Star Wars characters. I love the episodes which have the characters I love, and this episode doesn't really have that, which is why it comes in at last place. There's some unnecessary. I like that, you know, we get the Jawas. They don't, they're not into the plot too much. They're just there as, you know, a civilization that Mando has to kind of, you know, meet. And it kind of brings a new spin on the show, which I like. But overall, a very quick, nice watch. It doesn't do anything special, though. Number 12, Chapter 1 The Mandalorian. So this is, of course, the premiere episode of this show, and I think it does a great job of setting up the tone, pretty much from the last one and all the way through. These are all good to absolutely fantastic episodes, and The Mandalorian Chapter 1 is a really good start. It sets the tone well. The direction isn't always perfect because it was Dave Filoni's first time directing live action, but you really buy into the score. You buy into this character and this lone gunman just traveling through the galaxy, I love the setup for the world, especially for Navarro. And we even meet um, Grief Cargo for the first time, which is really cool. But we also meet Quill, played by Nick Nolte, who's basically become a very iconic character. And also, I love, obviously, the ending of this episode is just an iconic moment by now. And also, we, of course, get IG-11 and, you know, that action scene at the end. And it even plays back later in the season. Number 11 for me is Chapter 12, The Siege. This episode was directed by Carl Weathers. And this is a bit more of a filler episode. And this was kind of crushed by two really lore-heavy characters that introduced fan-favorite Clone Wars characters. So this one feels a little inconsequential compared to both of those. But the action in this episode is great. There's a phenomenal chase scene. And also, I like that we get the return of a character from Chapter 1, which I don't really like, but it brought out some good laughs. And the action is superb in this episode. Number 10 for me is Chapter 11, The Heiress. This is, of course, the episode full of spoilers. Now, spoiler warning, this is the episode that introduced Bo-Katan, played by Katie Sackhoff, from the Clone Wars into this world. We learn more about, you know, we pretty much learn how her Mandalorian creed differs from Mando Din Djarin that we've been following. The location, the sea, and the boat is awesome. I love the action we get with the Mandalorians. And the kind of them interacting and showing their different point of views is great on the world. And shows. And it, this episode showed that Din Djarin is basically part of a cult, a Mandalorian cult, which see explains why he never takes off his mask. And this episode, just I just love the return of this character. And I think Katie Sackhoff does a phenomenal job of bringing a new point of view to the show. Number 9, Chapter 15, The Believer. This episode was directed by Rick Famuyiwa and... This is his third episode, and I believe his best episode of directing. That's in my opinion. This episode is so great because it it kind of gives us a very different uh, form, uh, I guess, I guess, uh, 
formula for an episode and then the other ones from the season were kind of just do this and I'll give you information. This one is just them trying to get information. We have really good character interaction between Mayfeld and the Mandalorian. And Mandalorian, it shows how he, this is again, spoilers, how he would sacrifice anything pretty much. He would sacrifice his religion and what he's believed in to save this child because he show, he, he's built such a great connection. I think this episode shows that the best. And it results in a very tense, like, just standoff, or like, just look across the table, and it was great. So anyways, guys, we are halfway through this list now. So if you've enjoyed so far, please leave a like and follow this podcast if you enjoyed. If you end up enjoying the episode the whole way through, please share it with your friends. So anyways, now let's get off and start off the top half of this list. Kicking us off at number eight is Chapter 4, Sanctuary. This episode was directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. And wow, like I didn't, like really with her two episodes, like they're on the... They're a little lower on the list than some of the other director's episodes, but she did two phenomenal episodes, and I'd really like her to return, like, an episode per season because she's done an episode in both of the seasons. And what's so great about her episodes is I think the character interaction in both of her episodes, I think, is better than a lot of other episodes, and she's, like, the new director out of all the directors which are directing in both seasons, which is great. And this episode shows the human side of Mando, and tries to give him a bit of more of a human human connection. We get this village, and I'm trying to save a village, which was very new for the show at that time. But it's kind of become like become like a bit of a tradition of what he does. He discovers a group of people and has to protect them. We get the Imperial Walker, which was a great action scene. It was mostly in the dark, and it doesn't look the best on TV because you know you're not gonna have all the lights off at home. But still, this is a very enjoyable episode and one that I find myself rewatching quite a bit. Number seven for me, Chapter 14, The Tragedy. Robert Rodriguez's action-heavy episode is one of my favorites of this season and obviously the whole show because it's in the top eight. This episode, when it came out, I was just so in love with it and I still love it to this day, but some of the other episodes we watching them kind of put it above this one, but this one is a very quick watch. That's why I watched this episode, I believe, like five or six times and it, it only debuted I only like less than three weeks ago. And this is like might be my most rewatched episode of the whole season. And that's because it's a quick watch, but it has so much good action with Boba Fett and a massive action movie fan. I'm so happy Robert Rodriguez came in to do this because he, he really knows how to do the action. But besides that, we get Boba Fett's return. Of course, that epic action scene. I keep going back to the action, but not just that. This is a pretty crucial episode because this is the episode, of course, where, spoilers, Grogu gets kidnapped by the end. We get an introduction to the Dark Troopers. And this is a very story-heavy episode in terms of the season, and it's quite pivotal, and this is one where if you take it out, a lot changes within the season. In fact, actually, the season wouldn't make sense if you take this one out. Six, Chapter 7, The Reckoning. This is Deborah Chow's second episode that she directed, and I thought this was probably the weaker. Actually, I, I think it's the weaker of her two episodes because, well, we'll see the other one later in the list because I absolutely love that episode, but this episode, I felt that Rewatching it, there's a lot of time spent off Navarro, and I feel like if more of time was dedicated to Navarro, the second like 15 minutes of this episode wouldn't have to like go as quick as it does, because that would have allowed for more character interaction and a more build up to you know what eventually happens with like a turn that happens. You know what I'm talking about if you've seen the episode, but this is where our band comes together, and this is where like you really start to feel tension within the season. And by the end, the final five minutes of this episode, where they're, you know, they're sitting at the table and then 
our main villain is finally revealed in Moff Gideon, and you just see him talking. You feel a sense of gravitas that I don't think wasn't. I don't think was there before this episode. And this is the episode where I like you know when it ended, I'm like, wow, this is like really happening. Like a Star Wars show, and like the stakes are high at last. Number five, Chapter Nine, The Marshal. This was the season season two premiere, directed by series showrunner and creator himself, John Favreau who this episode might be the most cinematic feeling of all of them, unsurprisingly because it was directed by Jon Favreau. He really knows what to do with this show, and this is why I still want him to come back and direct more episodes. In fact, I wouldn't mind if he directed every episode of the season because his directing is just so awesome. Like, There's even like towards the end where you know they have like the, the fight with the sandworm. Like, to really show the scope of it, he even expands the aspect ratio, which makes it feel, again, more cinematic. But besides that, we meet Cobb Van, played by Timothy Oliphant, who's great. This episode in formula is pretty similar to Chapter 4, but I felt in this episode, the characters were more interesting in, obviously, Cobb Van. And I felt that the, the episode had more time to develop because it was so long, 55 minutes. And by the end, there's a really nice tease for where the season could go at a point. Number 4 for me is Chapter 16, the rescue. This is this was the season finale that premiered just, you know, not too long back, and and this is a great, really season finale. Now, this is not my favorite episode of the season. That's coming up, but the last fifteen minutes of this episode might be the greatest portion of this whole show, and that's only because of how much. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're absolutely gonna love this episode. Besides that, though, I feel like it's a pretty generic episode. At least the first thirty minutes are in terms of just comparing it to other episodes, especially some of the ones we just passed. But the last 15 minutes do something. And I, spoiler warning right now, Luke Skywalker shows up to save Grogu. Or not save Grogu, but take him to train. And that makes it such a good ending. It's such a good payoff for the last 16 chapters. They all led to this. And it's such a good culmination as we have our final moments between Mando and Grogu. And they have this last, they, you know, stare at each other. And you just really... Feel the emotion. As someone who watched it from when the show began, you know, that you really felt the journey. And you can really feel that Mando did change as a person. He changed how he treated his religion, how strict he was to being a little more, like, to sacrificing things to save this child that he met because they've grown such a good connection. I think this episode shows that really well. Besides from the ending, though, we have a really good action scene between Mando and uh, Moff Gideon. I wish it was a little longer, but besides that, it's kind of just... It kind of, similar to like chapter 11 where they're just shooting people, just going, just, or just pretty much just running through ships and just blasting people. It's really entertaining though. Number three, chapter three, The Sin. This episode is phenomenal. Now, I, I understand that not, not a lot of people are going to have this episode as high as I do, but this, similar to what I said with chapter seven, but maybe even more so this episode, this was the first time where I really sat down, watched it, and went like, Wow. Like, I was just, this is where I really started to feel the show coming together. He has got Grogu, and he goes to deliver him, but you can see that there's a change of heart inside of him because the Mandalorian, although he's a bounty hunter, he's still a good person, and he sacrifices, you know, basically his, like, just him being, you know, like a well-respected bounty hunter to go save this child because he knows morally it's the right thing to do from, you know, uh, the client and Dr. Pershing. And there's a really nice shootout getting out of that, as well as 
when, when all the Mandalorians come in, it's an epic moment. And it's one of the first times in the show where you really feel the scope of everything. My runner-up is Chapter 13, The Jedi. Now, I didn't realize how much I actually loved this episode until I recently rewatched it. I was really excited to rewatch it. I didn't think it was going to be too rewatchable, but since then, I've seen it twice because Ahsoka, played by Rosario Dawson, again, massive spoilers, but I think you should probably kick the clip off by now. She's phenomenal as Ahsoka Tano. It's by far one of the... It's like, obviously, it's only been two portrayals, but she's great. She really fits a more wiser version of the character. Besides that, it's a very cool episode in the landscapes, and it kind of has this samurai feeling to it all, and especially in the forest, the way he directed it. I loved it, and it made the scene so intriguing to watch, and we learned so much. that This episode kind of just sticks with you, and the final action scene is like one of the best lightsaber fights I think I've ever seen in anything Star Wars. And I will say this episode would be number one if, I felt, if the direction had a bit more of a cinematic punch to it. That's really why it didn't come at number one. And I think there's a few moments where I could have asked for a little bit more of like, I don't know, a more cinematic feeling. And I understand this is a TV show, so people are going to give me hate for that, but that's what I like from Star Wars. So that's why, you know, that's my complaint with the last one. But my favorite episode of The Mandalorian is still Chapter 8, Redemption. This was my favorite episode when I did my ranking last year. And even with all this, this new batch of episodes, this is still my favorite episode because I think it's the episode that gives the most emotion besides Chapter 16. But where this one succeeds and where Chapter 16 falters a little bit, Chapter 16 has a bit of a uneven like just quality level where this one is fantastic the whole way through start off the episode and you know there it's the fallout from the previous episode there's a really awesome scene with a bunch of these scout troopers where Taika Waititi's humor totally shines through and it's it's so so funny and it plays off a joke that people have been talking that people have been making fun of these troopers for for like 40 plus years so that's great but beyond that the episode gives so much emotion when we have the sacrifice of IG-11 and when he you know, steps out into the lava and he just blows himself up, saving Grogu, which is what his job was, or I guess the child, that he, as he was known at that time. Obviously, Moff Gideon, it's really the first time where he's prominently in an episode, and they escape, and of course we get more of that Mandalorian creed on the underground Mandalorian creed, and how that story is kind of wrapped from the first episode, and what happens to those characters. There's a really brutal action scene, which I loved, and that's pretty much how this so well. It sets up the next season perfectly while not making a season finale the setup episode. It's more of a culmination for what they've been trying to do for the season. That is pretty much get the child safe. They weren't able to fully do that because this is a long story and they played it over two seasons. And now that the arc is complete, this episode feels even more powerful to me because it really shows how IG sacrifice was really impactful by the end of the show. So that wraps up my ranking of the Mandalorian episodes. What is your favorite Mandalorian episode? Please tell me if you can under the star rating, or star rating if you can, wherever you're listening. Thank you guys so much for listening, as always. And if you're interested in my thoughts on my in-depth thoughts on the whole season, check out my season two review. If you want my thoughts on individual episodes, go watch all my episode reviews. Thank you guys for listening. Bye bye.